The only man on earth who has in his heart the memory of his African home, the horrors of the slave raid, the barracoon, the linden tones of slavery, and who has 67 years of freedom in a foreign land behind him. Cujo Lewis is that man. Welcome to Surviving, a podcast that will dive into the reality of being a survivor of the historic African slave trade. However, not just the African slave trade, the last black cargo. We will meet and learn about a very brave man, Cujo Lewis, who suffered acts of cruelty and lived to tell his story to us, which is also incredibly brave for him to put his story out to the masses and allow us the honor of celebrating him. So I would like to take this opportunity to thank Cujo. So thank you, Cujo. It was very brave of you to tell your story. This is Kasten Thomas speaking on this beautiful day on March 19th, 2020. I'm currently outside taking in the sun while recording this, trying to make the best out of our break. Because I feel like that's what Cujo would have done. He would have made the best out of it. Because even in his enslavement, he still found a way to get through it and to survive it. So like Cujo, I'm just going to push through this awful, boring time. The name of this podcast is Surviving, because at the simplest level, that's what Cujo did, and what he continued to do until he passed away, which was in 1935. I thought about naming the podcast this African word for survivor to honor Cujo and his culture even more, because Cujo was super proud of his culture and his home, but I decided against it because the word, quite frankly, is super hard to say, and I don't want to disrespect Cujo and his culture. Zora Hurston is the author of Barracoon. Zora Hurston was an African-American writer associated with the Harlem Renaissance. She celebrated the African-American culture of the South. Hurston was also a culture anthropologist that portrayed racial struggles in the early 20th century American South. As an advocate for racial inequality, Hurston was eager to engage in the conversation about experiences of slavery. While Hurston was born after the era of slavery, she was lucky enough to come in contact with a subject who had first-hand experiences. During the 20s, the emergence of the second KKK, race riots, and lynchings made it clear racism was still very much alive. The literature of the American slave trade, Hurston wrote, had endless words from the seller, but not one word from the sold. This is a strong quote that does an excellent job explaining exactly why Hurston wrote Barracoon. Hurston knew a first-hand account from a slave is what the world needed. She spent years turning Lewis's story into a book about the transatlantic slave trade, yet the manuscript sat for nearly 90 years. Publishers wanted the dialect in the book to be toned down for readers to better understand. However, Hurston would not compromise because she understood how important her work was, every part of it, including the vernacular represented. Barracoon would not go published in 1931 when it was finished, but in 2008, 87 years later. So you understand that Barracoon was a slave narrative, but why was it so special? Barracoon tells Cujo's story starting when he was a teenager and his home was destroyed by a neighboring king. Then Lewis was captured put in a barracoon, and spent 70 days there as he crossed the Atlantic Ocean. He arrives in Alabama, and there he is sold to white masters. It tells all the horrors of in his life. His son murdered by a cop, friends beheaded, and so much more. This book is definitely one that will grab your attention. Also, what sets Barracoon apart from all the other slave narratives, like the narrative 
of the life of Frederick Douglass, an American slave. So many of us have read that in school and are familiar with it, compared to Barracoon, which many aren't familiar with. The narrative of Douglass' life is more intriguing, in my opinion, but what sets these apart is Douglass was an educated man born into slavery, while Cujo was not an educated man in regards to English, and he was not born into slavery or born in America. So Cujo's story allows us a perspective of what it's like to be forced into slavery compared to born into it. Let's talk about how Cujo's story was delivered. Having the authentic dialogue of Cujo in the story is something that I both commend and condemn. Cujo's dialect is, in my opinion, what carries the book and develops the purpose the most. The words are authentic to the story and keep the best representation of slavery, and it offers a true depiction of what it's like to be an African who was enslaved in America. Despite the concerns from publishers mentioned earlier, Hurston wanted to publish Lewis's story with a vernacular because she understood how important using the true dialect was in developing the purpose while keeping it authentic. She would not allow African Americans to once again be suppressed by white individuals, and she herself would not be suppressed by her white publishers either. This was very honorable to do as an author, yet the word choices made the book more difficult to read. So, yeah, the publishers were right. It did make it harder to read. I found myself confused and bored at times, but this isn't about me. It's about Cujo and every other African American impacted by slavery. I still finished the book. I still understood everything. Once you start reading, you start to have an unconscious understanding of Cujo's dialect. I began to translate as I read, and yeah, sometimes I would get to words I didn't know what they were supposed to be or what they were, but I got past that. So I think that it was her best decision to keep the dialect for respect for Cujo. I would recommend Barracoon for those who are frequent readers. This isn't a book I would grab if it wasn't for this project. If I read, I tend to read fiction stories. So unless you're a history nerd or just love nonfiction, then I wouldn't recommend it. This book is very eye-opening and deserves praise. Before reading the book, I expected to learn a lot and see a new perspective, and I can say I did. After finishing Barracoon, I have even more sympathy for those affected by slavery. What many African Americans went through in the South was something this country should be ashamed of. We should also be embarrassed that the effects from slavery are still present today. But Hurston's efforts to portray how bad slavery was and what innocent people had to go through is very honorable. So now that we're near the end of this podcast, I would like to play a game so you can have an even better understanding of Cujo's experiences as a slave. I will say a statement regarding the slave trade, and you will have a few seconds to determine if that statement is true or false. Between 10 million and 12 million enslaved Africans were a part of the transatlantic slave trade. This statement is true. 10% of African slaves bound for the Americas died aboard slave ships. False. An estimated 15-20% to died on slave ships. Slavery in America was abolished in 1794. 
False. Slavery in France was abolished in 1794, while slavery in America wasn't abolished till 71 years later in 1865. I hope this podcast maybe interests you and that you get an opportunity to read Hurston's book, Barracoon, to learn more about Cujo's life. To be a good human, you must first listen. So listen to his story. Give Cujo a chance to sway or strengthen your opinion. Again, this is Kaysen Thomas with Surviving, and thank you for listening.